in this political oppress right here in the U.S. and across the world. But on the to jam down Jamaica, ladies and gentlemen, and talk to Mr. Red. Oh, Mr. Rednick sounds sick. Mr. Rednick, how you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm just a little sick of this election stuff, that's all. Don't worry, because your party lost, man. It's just life, you know. We got to go on. The world goes on just the same, but at the same time, we just got to do what we got to do to make a living, you know? No, Donald Trump can't lose, man. <laughs> Here in Jamaica, they call him Donald Trump. The Trump himself. What a beating, huh? <laughs> but nonetheless, well, you know, it, it was expected. It's not really a beating. This is like historical, but mm. this is just crazy. Well, uh, you know, we're here in Jamaica. We're looking at U.S. like it's a third world country. Very it's much so. Crazy. We never very thought we'd so. ever see this, but... So it goes. Yeah, that's just life. Well, we've got better things to talk about because, I mean, politics is politics, and they're going to do what they want to do anyway. But nonetheless, um, Jamaica is what's on our mind, uh, beautiful things. A lot of people say they're going to go back home if certain things didn't happen, but that's just them talking. But <laughs> nonetheless, um, Jamaica is going through some crisis of their own. Um, the flooding, I know that the rain is still falling in many, many places, and flooding is still going on. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. We oh we had goodness. a little break for like three days, mm -hmm. and it started right back. And right now in Clarendon, it's not too bad. It's mm. now affecting the other side of the island, like uh, St. Thomas, mm. uh, places that flooded the other day uh, with the passing of the storm before. Uh, no, flooding again. You know, rivers are breaking their banks again, so it's like a double whammy. Mm -mm. And and I must say one thing, as I go through social media, I realize the prime minister's wife, out of everybody, mm, she's yes. always Did out you see there. That? Did you see that? Wow. She is always out there with the people. She's always on the ground. Mm. Well, I mean, so you, you, you got to give her a big up. Yeah, you got to give her a big up. Um, where's our friend Lisa on that joke? <laughs> uh, have no idea. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Next subject. <laughs> You're cruel. No, I'm not cruel. Her party is cruel to her. You know, I, I, the people out here talking. Some are saying, oh, Lisa Anna's been doing such a good job. Others are saying, how? You know, but uh, some are saying that uh, PMP doesn't want a woman leading it. Yeah, I, I, heard, you know, that. I heard that. I heard uh, that. Others are saying that Golding, if you really get to know him, he's down to earth, you know, because where he came from originally and mm -hmm. blase, blase, blase. So I leave it up to them. Oh, yeah. I mean, somebody's going to have to win. And of course, the, the people, well, I mean, like I said, they'll make their decision and whatever it is, it's going to take a whole new reconstruction of the party. Like they said, they want to bring back love because there's so much war and, you know, internal fighting. But nonetheless, this election over here in the U.S. will teach them a lesson. And uh, hopefully everybody will get themselves together and, you know, just do it for the people. Everybody out there, you look at it, Mr. Ferrari, it's all about, you know, political gain for family and friends. Um, it's time for them to speak up and, you know, defend the people 100% and stop talking. I mean, you said something last week that was so, so true and detrimental when the fact that, you know, kids are affected by schooling uh, over this um, COVID stuff, and they're not really pushing out for the teachers. I mean, these are the ones who really should be at the forefront right now, along with the, um, you know, people who are doing um, first responders. But at the same time, you know, we just have to do what we have to do to survive, and it's hard. It's getting that way. And, um, hey, Jamaica is resilient, and we will get over this. Yeah. Yeah, man, say yeah with yeah with authority. <laughs> you say like a dog. <laughs> yeah, I I keep I keep looking at the screen. I'm distracted. I'm gonna have to turn off the screen. I've hardly slept. This is the longest election I've ever been up for. Man, so listen, election. You know, election. I I mean Jamaicans are. It's a, you know we're talking it. about Jamaica, but since we're talking about Jamaica, Jamaica are paying they they are paying attention to the election because they have to like you said last week whatever happens there affects, affects everybody everybody yes it's true it's, it, true, it's, it's true. not just there so mm. you know we all have an interest yes in we it. do we have to and of course it's not going to be the mess is not going to be cleaned up in you know four terms or i mean four years or whatever but at the same time you know we just have to come together and work together and hopefully it'll make a difference in this world um, we needed a change and of course this is it and 
you know, people need to just realize what's going on and understand themselves, their roles, and do what they need to do. I keep telling people that um, we always talk about Black Lives Matter, but when you look at it, it's black people really killing black people more than anybody else. And, you know, people get mad at me, but it's the factual truth. And if we start to love ourselves first, then we can go out there and love the world. But at the same time, you know, we just have to wise up. You see the uproar in um, Nigeria. It's like the whole world is just crumbling. You know, these are times, signs of the time, Mr. Ferrari, when... You know, people have to know who God is and get themselves together and just, you know, wake up and understand the higher being in life and, you know, just do what we have to do. We were taught, you know, Bible tell us and, you know, grandmother and grandpa told us. So, you know, why can't we listen? Why are we so hard headed? Yeah, you see, that's that's the big the big thing is that, you know, we live in a world where everybody is now a spiritualist. Nobody cares about God anymore. <laughs> and. It is always shown to be backfiring. They took prayer out of schools in the U.S. Mm. And then when a mass shooting happens, where was God? Mm. You took him out of the school. That's what they got to realize. You know, they did the same thing in Russia. Russia uh, made a statement that it was one of the worst things they could do. We at least have it in the schools here in Jamaica. But Mm. we need to pay attention that whether you believe in God or not, something is not right. Something is wrong. Oh, yeah. On this earth, there's so much things pointing that something is wrong. Yes, COVID came, Mother Earth needed to be rested because man was destroying her so much and she needed the rest. And then you see, it's not just even, look at how many hurricanes Mm -hmm. have happened in the Caribbean. Jamaica has been spared so far, and Mm -hmm. I thank God for that. Mm -hmm. But then we hear about the hurricanes, but what about the typhoons in the uh, Philippines? Yeah, man, everything else these different things you know that is happening there's so much uh, the statement the pope made about same-sex unions oh, all kinds of stuff is happening and we need to be aware that something is going to happen mm-hmm. oh yeah and, and, um, the, and the funny thing you know uh, you talk about that i, I and people don't understand why i'm a bounty killer fan you know and <laughs> as cross and angry as miserable as he is when he talk he talks sense you know, and he's been doing it for years. They call him the poor people governor. And he's talking about people and their morals. It's like the world just lost their morals. Everybody, what's wrong is no right. And what was right is no wrong. I mean, it's like everything is going backwards. And people don't understand that, you know, these are the ramifications that comes after we do the crazy things we do in life. And people sit down and, you know, blame politics, blame religion. And it's really us ourselves that's creating the problem. So if we sit down one day and look in the mirror and say, you know what? I can be a solution. The world would be a much better place. But such is life as we go. Now, um, I saw something the other day that um, in Jamaica, they're opening up, a, uh, not really opening, they reopened up a brand new resort, uh, Half Moon. And I was like, I never know it closed down. <laughs> what you said, they opened what? They reopened Half Moon in, uh, in in Montego Bay. And I was like, I didn't know they really closed down. Uh, I guess they they renovated it because, you know, the... Um, tourist season is still kicking and uh you know a lot of people are going to try to come back home for christmas so i guess hotels and places are trying to get themselves together despite the flood to accommodate people coming back home well they could open half moon full moon quarter moon <laughs> uh my sister's been there with those children that's above my pay grade oh lord here yeah i'm all right with a rio or royal decameron or something like that those prices are crazy, so maybe you can afford, you know, you could buy a weekend for my wife and I, I don't know. <laughs> but it, it's funny, I mean, you you look at it in times like this, and people, some most people are afraid to travel. Wouldn't you think that these establishments would at least lower their prices to gain access to people, rather than, you know, no, pushing the uh, prices places up? places like Half Moon, uh, they're not going to lower their prices because... The time my sister stayed there with her children, she paid like 500 U.S. a night for one of the suites. And I mean, that's years ago. Mm. Could you but, imagine uh, now? You know, as you're on that, I saw Bahamas. You heard about what's happening in Bahamas, mm-hmm. that they're not requiring a 14-day quarantine yes. anymore? Yes, yes. Because they're saying, basically, if we continue like this, we're going to lose too much money off of the tourism. So I'm here just pondering if Jamaica is going to make a step similar like that. So I don't know. You know, it's in my mind. Because when you come here, 
think about it, how many people can can come for more than two weeks exactly. for vacation? Exactly, exactly. And, and you're you're on quarantine for the two weeks. Two weeks. So yep. basically, what you're saying is the guy with the small hotel that's not all inclusive, he's going to lose out. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if you have to stay in quarantine on the property, you can only go all inclusive. Right. Right. Well, that was the end. So. It, it makes absolutely no sense. Also, don't forget, the, the new insurance thing is coming in now where travelers will be getting insured going to Jamaica. So, I mean, th- th- that was an incentive that they put in there to draw people to come back home and, you know, take vacation. I mean, it's all about, like you said, you know, the, making the money. And you have to understand that, yes, we need to get our um, economy going. But at the same time, I think they need to also look at people's health and how it's going. I mean, you see people stop talking about the COVID um, numbers in Jamaica. I mean, it's just rising every day. And you know people are dying. But it, uh, I have to correct you. It's been going down recently. Well, yeah, recently. But if they really yeah, it's check been going everybody, down. Pardon? I say if they really check everybody, then. <laughs> well, I think they've caught up with the cases. I think one of the the big rise was they had a lot of backlog of cases. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So agree. because of the backlog, the numbers were high. Oh yes. So yes. maybe if you saw that there was a hundred and fifty cases. It wasn't 150 between this day and that day. Right. It could have been backlogs from mm-hmm. a couple of weeks Wait, before. Right, right, prior to. That's true. That's so true. I think they're getting uh, most uh, uh, more correct data now. But the thing is, you see, Donovan, is regardless, things can open to an extent if everybody would just keep the protocol. It's true. It's true. That's all it is. All we have to do is keep the protocol. Mm. But you realize how many illegal parties have been happening and how many people have died at those illegal parties. Exactly. You know, we we just don't want to keep the the protocol. If government say, all right, we're going to open the beach, but you have to wear your mask or sanitize, everybody's going to rush there and nobody's going to keep Mm -hmm. the social distancing or Mm -hmm. do what they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. But yet they want to pressure the government to allow them to do these things. People are just going to have to wise up. That's all it is. And, of course, they realize that these are the careless behavior that caused it. You know, I mean, now I'm hearing that we're getting serious trouble because of what he said about not wearing masks. And, you know, people are just taking things into their own hands and making it too drastic and creating problems. And most of them are getting themselves in trouble. If they would just be obedient and, you know, obey protocols, then, you know, things will be fine. The country can have more people coming in you know, without so much testing and um, the numbers would go down and everybody would have a good time because, I mean, this thing, of course, is going to go away. Me personally, I still think it's a pandemic, uh, if you ask me, but at the same time, everybody have their own opinion. But, you know, we just have to be careful, do what we have to do, follow the protocols and stay safe, simple. That's the only way you can go right now. Yeah, that's that's it. It's just to be obedient, man. Just do what you have to do to protect you and your family and protect others. Mm-hmm. Regardless what you believe, whether mask or not help, tell me, is it going to hurt if you wear it? it? True, true. It's not going to hurt if you wear it. You understand? Mm-hmm. Unless you so have lung it's problems. better to be safe than sorry. That's true. And they need That's to how I look at it. And, and, you know, I know people are frustrated. Honestly, you must get frustrated. Mm-hmm. But what about the people when the, the Spanish flu happened? You remember how much millions oh, God, have died? Yes you know, during the Spanish flu, and they probably thought it would never be over. Mm, that's true. Where's the Spanish flu now? That is so true. And, and, and it You hurts. know, the bubonic plague. Yes, you might have one or two cases of it now, but where's the bubonic plague? The people during the bubonic plague thought it would never go away. Mm-hmm. And, and we need to learn from history. These things come and go. Some you live with, some disappear for years and come back. But we just need to continue to be vigilant. And if you want the country to open, obey the laws, get the cases down so they can open it the proper way. Exactly, exactly. Because now I'm seeing that um, schools, they have, I think, 19 or so schools that are going to be Yeah, 17 schools they've, they've picked, but three dropped out, so they replaced them because they would not be ready mm. on time. Wow. But these are basically schools that are in rural areas, areas where yes. most of the students don't have to take taxis and stuff. Mm. Because you remember, as I've always said, the transportation would be 
one of the most difficult things mm-hmm. to solve because mm-hmm. that's an easy way to catch the coronavirus on that, public that's transportation. True. That's true. So yeah. these these schools are in rural areas. So mm-hmm. it's just a pilot to see how it goes, you know? Yeah, I know. They have to test things, and I'm, I'm sad that they have to do with the children. But at the same time, you know, hopefully everything works out fine. And, you know, I'm worried about the kids learning for the semester. I mean, you look at it, most of them can't even go to school because they don't have tablets, can't stay home either because of the tablet situation. And, you know, we're doing what we got to do to make sure that we can help and make um, our children back home safe and uh, get a learning problem um, solved. But at the same time, you know, government and everybody have to work together because, I mean, it, it can't just be, you know, me and you doing something for it and then we have so many kids over here and then some get some and some don't. And, uh, you know, we, we have to pay a level playing field. And it's, it, there are ways to make it work. And, of course, I think if they would have looked at it and say, okay, it's something that came up that nobody really was looking forward to and uh, it threw us for a loop and we're not figuring ways out but I don't know if they're going to keep the kids marked who didn't go to school or missed out on school because they didn't have the proper tools and equipment to study but um, hopefully the government will look at that and the Ministry of Education will understand and you know give kids a chance because they really need it yeah and uh, you remember you know like we say it's all about the children but a dead child cannot help that's true that you understand? True. That's true. And we have to be so careful uh, of them. And so uh, I think I heard uh, Floyd Green, I think. Mm. I think I was reading something like he was saying, you know, we have to understand that from now on we're going to have a blended approach to, to schooling. That's true. You, know, you understand? You're going to have in-class, you're going to have out-of-class uh, out because as the... The, the children become more equipped because remember this was thrust on us as they become more equipped and, and they get their tablets and the government put up the free Wi-Fi that they promised and all of that then the thing will get better of course it will and and the blended approach will help because a lot of people will benefit from mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you know with the children home others know that have to work and monitor their children, it's kind of hard. Yeah, so, you know, six or one and a half dozen of the other. Yeah, true, true. But I, I see the government is is putting things in place. Yeah, they are, slowly but surely. To, to deal with this. Slowly but surely. When I, and that's a good thing. Of course, they show that they care about the people, which is what we want. And, you know, hopefully it continues and it just improves as time goes on. But these are things that we have to, you know, live with every day and just make sure that we do our part to make it better. Because if we work together, then, of course, success will be the ending result. All right, man, a lot of great things happening in Jamaica. Um, sadly to say, we lost Mr. Dalton Brownie, um, great guitarist, and, of course, we know that a lot of things are, you know, going around. People are just dropping left and right, man. And, of course, let me say this before we go. Uh, congratulations to Mr. Oliver Samuels. Um, he celebrated, what, his 72nd birthday. They're honoring him uh, with a Zoom um, presentation today. I was on it earlier, but, um, you know, a lot of good things happening for him. And, of course, Oliver, big up yourself and keep up the good work. And uh, many more to come. There's so many talents in Jamaica, whether it be artists or, you know, people from the arts. But uh, we got more to come, and we're just going to do what we have to do to make sure that people recognize who we are and continue to do the same thing. Elaine Thompson just got um, nominated again or female athlete of the year. So um, these are some good things that Jamaica got to be proud of and take it to the next level. But in the meantime, again, like you said, we got to come back home. Um, Christmas is approaching us, and uh, a lot of people are here. I know Mr. Ferrari is planning to come back home for Christmas, and uh, they're going to spend a good time down there. So a lot of them are saying it's going to be beyond the two weeks just because they don't want to have to stay quarantined in a certain place or they're home for that length of time. But Look for an influx of um, <laughs> patrons coming back home for the Christmas holidays. So make sure you get your cake and everything ready. <laughs> yeah, uh, they can come for cake. Uh, I live at, uh, uh, what is it, uh, a Bellevue Ward 3. So you can come and bring uh, and come for cake. <laughs> but, you know, I was looking at St. Vincent because uh, I plan to go there soon to write about my magazine. And I was to write up articles from my magazine about the country. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, checking out what their quarantine is like. And they're like, when you go, you quarantine for five days. Mm-hmm. And you still have a total of 14 days quarantine, but you can go places. Places, right. Just like, um, I so think, Bermuda. They've worked 
something so mm-hmm. you don't have to be stuck at one place exactly. for 14 days. Exactly. Because if that's the case, I'm not going to waste my money and go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. You got you got to think and plan wisely. That's the good thing about it. All right, man. What good places are down there? We got to big up. I mean, I know we got some nice eateries and you know places. I see going. I see Carlene um, making, you know, cake and pudding and everything down there now. Dance our queen, Carlene. I said, wow. Everybody's getting into this, you know, talent inside of their <laughs> their mind. Thanks to COVID, a lot of people now are starting their own businesses. So well, I mean, the, the, there's hey, positive coming out of it. Like we discussed earlier, you know. Like we discussed As you early. say, big up. Mm-hmm. All right, let me get excited now. Oh big boy. up. Oh, boy. Big up. Blood, blood, blood. Whatever. All right, no, nah, that doesn't fit me. <laughs> but I want to <laughs> big up the staff and everybody. Because as you mentioned, cake, you know, and baking and all of that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of Flavor Fresh, the new Tom yes, Bakery yes. off Maxfield Avenue? I've heard of it, yes. All right. Well, if you've heard of it, you know name? Flavor what? Mm, Fresh. Fresh. You see, if you want things, diaspora, you, you just go online and Google Flavor Fresh, the new Tom Bakery. Mm. May I give them real props? Because I'm always giving free things to them. No, but no, trust no, me, no. I know something was there. <laughs> Good. They, they, they have some of the best donut, marble slice, wine slice, raisin bread, and them have one coconut bulla, you see, wow. Donovan. It's wow. a die for. Mm. I mean, I, I put it down for a couple of days just to see if it would get tough. Nope. Mm. Didn't get tough. All you want with it is some water. And then, you know, your beautiful Gabby that the whole diaspora so in love with. Mm. She ate grotto bread from there for the oh, first wow. time the other day. Wow. And Gabby took my grotto bread. I didn't get to taste it. And when it comes to Easter, if you want bun, they give you the bun. That make you have fun. Oh, wow. Here Christmas, we go. All, all season. Making their cakes were full of rum. Mm-hmm. So you don't worry about it. Nice. So I may have to big up Charlene and Mark and a whole lot of stuff mm-hmm. at Newtown Bakery. Nice. Right there on Max Avenue. Nice, nice. See, there's always good things. And I, like we discussed way in the beginning when this COVID thing came around, a lot of things positive came out of it. So, you know, these are some of the things, like you said, people open up businesses and do a lot more. So, again, props to them. The first break. Yeah, my, another thing I have to say before I go about them mm-hmm. is they're not just about themselves. They believe in 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 patronizing other businesses. Nice. So they, they try to keep it like, hey, let's let's spend in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So they're truly a Jamaican company that's looking after Jamaica, and I'm, most of the the people that are employed there from the communities around there. Nice, nice. But nice. they're providing employment and everything. So mm-hmm. we really have to big them up. Nice. You know, keep the economy going. That's good. We need, we need strong economies. So, you know, big up to them again on all they're doing. Yeah, man, of course, a um, lot of people out there. Go ahead and shout out other people and just, just them alone. Teachers, Say I that again. I said shout out other people, not just them alone. You know, we always give people props for what they do. Yeah, I have to shout out the vice principal. Oops, I forgot her name. At the Woodall Primary oh School here in Clarendon. She's always listening to the program. Diane, Diane McFarland. Half the bigger up. She always listens to your program. Mm. And she's been doing wonderful things up there at Woodall Primary. Big nice. up, Diane. Big up, Diane. Big up. Yeah. yeah, man. Big up, Diane. She's doing an excellent job up there at the Woodall Primary. You know, they got their tablets and everything the other day. And they before the tablets, they were doing other things to make sure the kids are learning. Mm-hmm. So that's one of them. She's a vice principal. And honestly, she's ready to become a principal. Nice. Uh, you yeah, understand? You so that's big her up. Big up uh, our regular listeners, our regular, the ones from in Canada, up there in New York, Elaine, Mama Kelly, Vivine, all of them. Everybody, they, worldwide. So much, there's much much names to mention mm-hmm. well they know who they are then that's a good thing and of yeah, course they folks, know. don't forget again know about jamaica know about the history of jamaica it's product of jamaicamagazine.com you can't be anywhere in the world and don't look at that magazine and again uh, mr ferrari is going to put out um copies now so make sure you guys get ready for that now these are collector's items, so you don't want to miss it. Go on the website, www.productofjamaicamagazine.com, and six tributes coming to, um, on reggae.university. So look out for that, folks. We are teaching the people about you know, the history of Jamaica, the history of the music, 
and all the good stuff that's happening down there. So, my man, thank you so much for your time. And, of course, keep it up. Um, give um, Donald Trump a tissue. But nonetheless, you know, we're going to do what we have to do. New world, new time. So big up yourself. And, of course, take care. All right? Yeah, man. I'm big up Donald Trump. <laughs> Trump, not Trump. Trump. <laughs> I don't Trump. Leave, I'm sorry. Leave the man Pardon alone. me. I thought it was Trump. Leave, okay, leave, Donald Trump. I mean Trump. Whatever. <laughs> He's coming to get you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he likes rednecks, by the way. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, um, Donald Redneck Trump. That's Whatever. Him. That's him. All yeah, right. man. I respect you know all the way. Respect to the maximum. All right. And Take the crew. Yes, at, sir. At the stage. All right. Big up yourself every time. Uh, yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, none other than the man himself, Mr. Ferrari, down there in Jamaica with all that stuff that's happening. So keep it locked right here. It's 88.1 FM, WESU in Middletown. Don't forget, of course, we have our pledge drive, and it is www.wesufm.org slash pledge. Again, we look to you, United States and all over the world. So, Mr. Rednick, good evening to you, sir, and how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. What's up? Oh, nice, loud and clear. Yeah, man, a lot of great things happened. We saw, you know, uh, we spoke about the election and it's still taking effect all over the world. And uh, one there in Jamaica as well. And, you know, people are just here jumping for joy because something new is about to happen. And let's hope we'll see that in January when it comes. But nonetheless, man, we're just here to talk about all the goodness that's happening in Jamaica. Because, I mean, regardless of all the land giving way and, you know, people getting washed away and stuff like that, uh, some good things are happening. Uh, we spoke earlier, you talked about how um, the cases are actually going down in terms of um, this COVID-19 because, I mean, it's rampant over here right now in case no one didn't know. Yeah, daily we're getting less and less cases because, as I had said before, the cases were high because I think it was due to the backlog. Mm. But now the cases, uh, some days it's like 39, another day it might be in the 50s and so forth. But uh, one thing hasn't changed. There's more women still getting the COVID-19. Oh, really? Is that a fact? <clears throat> yeah. Every time you look at it, mm -hmm. it uh, the women always outnumber the men. But as you and I have spoken before, when you go out, you see mostly women without the mask. Right, right. That's true. That's I have seen that. And of course, um, when there are more women out there than men anyway, but at the same time, ladies, we, we want you to stay safe as well and keep your mask on. Because, you know, it's causing so much, you know, havoc in the world and not just Jamaica, but all over. And, you know, women want to show their beauty, mm -hmm. Mr. Ferrari. I guess they don't want to hide their, you know, makeup and stuff. So they want to put their mask on to make sure that everybody see who they are and, you know, enjoy the beauty that they possess. But nonetheless, it's causing some, you know, terrible problems. And um, a lot of businesses are going to be closed down now here. But uh, nonetheless, um, Jamaica and other parts of the Caribbean are still having their, you know, tourist festivity going on. A lot of great things happening. Yeah, uh, as you mentioned, the, the the tourists and everything, you know, uh, we always say we want people to come back to Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And we're still saying that, that we want people to come back, come here and visit. You know, those who haven't been home for a while, if you're tired of all the cases up there, come here, quarantine, and then spend a month or two and just enjoy yourself in beautiful Jamaica. The beauty has, is, has not changed and... Matter of fact, it's more beautiful. If you thought our waters were pretty before, now you should take a look at them, oh, you know. I, I agree. All the greenery and everything. And despite the floodings and stuff that has been going on, Jamaica is still number one tourist destination in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I don't think that will change for any time soon. But, I mean, that's something that you know, people love to see and take advantage of because, I mean, Jamaica has almost any and everything that you want. Uh, not only the sunshine and the beautiful women and the dishes and the... All the cuisine and drinks, but you know, there's so much more in Jamaica for natural resources that people are slowly figuring out and trying to take advantage of. But people, we're going to wise up and do what we got to do. Now, um, I saw Prime Minister Holness talk about something that really makes sense. He was asking the question, why are people building houses close to roadside and rivers and stuff like that? And he mentioned something that a lot of these roads from back in the days weren't done constructionally by engineers you know and it was just a path and people just walk by or drive by and then they put cement and water mortar and everything over it and make it into a road and now we're seeing the sad effect that most of it is caving away simply because of what's happening below and underneath by mother earth yeah i, I 
even before this rain, I've always looked at it and and I'm like, you know, why are people building houses in a riverbed? <laughs> why are you building houses under an embankment? Why are you building houses where there's land slippage, uh, slippage more than, you know, more than possible? It's mm-hmm. gonna happen, land slippage and stuff. Why, you know, a lot of people might say, is because they're poor and all of that, but that's no excuse. No, uh, being poor is no excuse for being ignorant mm-hmm. or for not doing the right things, mm-hmm. you know. If that was the case, then all of us would have a case to plead. And I believe one of the things that has happened over the years, uh, the, the governments have failed us because they have not been putting in the, the things that we need to make sure that everybody's, you know, building at the right places. You mm-hmm. go up at Gordontown where the road broke off and I've driven down to the bottom of Gordontown and when you look at the video mm-hmm. you see all these huge mansions right beside the river yes, yes yes and every time these things happen what it does is cause the government and the country money because the people are flooded out you know my heart bleeds for them because I've, I've seen what has happened I've lost a house in a fire I've never lost one in a, in a flood but it's basically the same thing people mm-hmm. have lost a lot and we need to wise up poor is not an excuse for ignorance exactly so we need to find a way you understand mm-hmm. to to get out of these situations you wouldn't build your your house right under a boulder Mm-mm. you know and we need to we need to stop and then we we blame the the government one woman always, said always. that every time the jlp government uh takes over these things happen because they're wicked. Now, I flip the coin. The reason these things happen on the JLP government because they're the only ones that can handle what is happening right now. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, we, we see all the effects and uh, effects and stuff that, you know, plaguing the country. But at the same time, they're, Jamaica's actually doing good. I would say that people are still coming back home and uh, people are living. Uh, less people, like you say, are dying and uh, from this COVID. But at the same time, you know, we need to get people to prepare themselves to take precautions. Because I mean, people are coming in daily, and you don't know who have what, and um, they're not as strict to me on um, the testing as they were. But at the same time, we have to get ourselves ready and do things. And um, one thing that affect me, you know, even though I'm here in in the states, it's the fact that the children. And we always talk about the kids and the teachers and stuff like that that really, really, really need to be protected. Uh, you know, in, in terms of you know making sure that they get their good education. And uh, we talk about you know tablets and people doing funding and other things to make sure that these children go to school. And the, they rolled out a platform the other day. Um, I think it was for like two week, two two weeks or a month, where the government was trying something new. How was that going? Oh, you mean uh, in-person class? Uh, right, so right, far, right. It, it's going good because uh, the areas that it's in, are, they're chosen areas, which is wise, where the children are closer to the right, school, right. don't have a big population. So there's less chance of transmission. Most of these children would walk to school and so forth. Because, mm. you know, I've always had a problem with them being on taxis and buses. Because that's a big transmitter. Uh, to me, that's a big way to transmit mm-hmm. the COVID. But it's going good. It's going good so far. Right. Well, I mean, that's something that the government can get credit for, since people are always blaming them and doing some things. And, of course, um, <laughs> everybody's on social media and bringing up Donna, Auntie Donna, for all the good things she's doing. And it's now a craze. And um, there are other works that people are doing out there beside her. And, um, you know, we just have to let everybody realize and understand that, you know, there are people out there who are willing to help because... You see the need in rural areas and other parts where people want this and want that. And, of course, you're going to have one or two that's, you know, on a scamming mind because they want things and they don't really need it because it's not for them. But at the same time, you have to look at the whole entire picture. And, of course, it's causing the teachers, it's causing the parents and the students because they have to have certain things in line. And, you know, like you said, we have to make sure that we put together and help out those that we can. And it's happening. And we see that's coming along. And it's a learning process because, I mean, we didn't create COVID. And all of a sudden, now we have to learn how to live with it and fight against it to make sure that we survive on a natural you know, way of life. But, you know, we're doing good. And I like to see more of that. And I like to see, as you can see, like you said, more women are catching this um, deadly virus. But at the same time, 
it, numbers are going down and people are understanding. They're taking it more seriously now. Some little couple of fools out there not doing what they're supposed to do, but everybody overall is seeing the effect that, yes, it's here to stay for a while. Yeah, uh, one of them is, uh, you know, we need to rein in these taxi drivers. I think that uh, they need to get ticket if they're picking up people that don't have a mask or they're them themselves are not wearing well, I mean, masks because I see that a lot. You know, government is put in this in places to protect us. Mm -hmm. And you'll see a taxi driver, he has three in the back, which is a maximum, but he wants to pick up another one just to get more. And then mm -hmm. the one that he's picking up has on no mask. And, you know, greed and all of that is putting people at risk. So mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that they need to do is look at these taxi drivers who are not wearing their mask and also picking up people and then the the thing that always happens the people that are without the mask are always the ones who are running their mouth through the whole journey mm. and it's just flying everywhere you know instead of just you know you don't have on a mask it's keep sort of, uh yeah, your mouth so closed and some of them you know need a mask because they need a breath mint you understand <laughs> so they need to just keep it on so that's one of the big problems i don't hate taxi drivers <laughs> i ain't got a problem with them but when it comes to our safety, they need to understand that also. Mm. Well, I mean, in uh, $100 areas, fear or $150 yeah, fear is yeah. not worth a whole area catching mm -hmm. the COVID virus. Yeah, and it's in certain areas because I know some parts in Jamaica, they are very strict because I hear it's like, what, a $1,000 or $100,000 fine if they're, you know, pulled over by a police scene, any one of the passengers or the driver himself or herself not wearing a mask. So there are rules and regulations out there that's going to be, I mean, I thought you were going to say people need to wear their masks because they're ugly. You know what I mean? This is Jamaican voices, you know. We can we can talk about the real thing that's happening out there. No, man, no. <laughs> I, I, I always have this philosophy. Nobody's ugly because beauty is something that you desire. It's what you look at. Ever see somebody say how this dog is pretty like one of those boxers or pugs, one of those with mm -hmm. the big guy, and oh, he's mm -hmm. so cute. He's so cute. And then they look at you and say, you're cute too. <laughs> so you have to think about that. Okay, I look like a pug. I look like, a you know, a pit bull or whatever. So it's not that. I know we have fun and everything, but I don't know. Like you say, discipline, when you take, for instance, Kingston, Kingston will not carry more than they're supposed to in the back seat. I'm mm -hmm. telling you, mm -hmm. this was before COVID. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, the problem I have is with the country areas. Kingston is well off with that, you know, and that's with the taxis. I'm not talking about the buses. Mm -hmm. The tax, the Kingston taxi men are very good at that. A lot of people in the country areas are very strict too because, I mean, they realize that, you know, it's their living, their food, and, you know, feeding their families. And, of course, they got to make more trips because it's less passengers. But at the same time, you know, it, it, it's getting better. I mean, I would give Jamaica overall improvement because, you know, mm -hmm. things are getting better down there. So, I mean, enough of them. You know, we talk about our children now. I mean, these are the ones that are really, you know, in need of certain things and we're here to make sure um like me spoke about it a couple of weeks ago and there are so many so many you know outreach to get kids tablets and i mean are people just doing it just to do it or is it is there a system where it can really and truly get to the students who really need it because i see any and everybody you now buying tablets and say okay if you need tablets here reach out to me and doing all kind of stuff so i mean that's gonna to me cause some kind of confusion yeah, uh, as you said before, with everything, there's always there, there, the reality of life. There's always somebody who's trying to pocket something mm -hmm. for it. But I have to say that uh, I've realized a lot of companies have come, whether they give four tablets, whether they give 24 tablets, a lot of companies have been coming on board. And the government, you know, the PAP children uh, receive tablets. But what is happening now, they have two more programs out there. Mm. And one of them, it opens on the 17th of this month to the 20th, where the parents can sign up and see if they get approved. And there's one uh, where they can get up to $20,000 mm -hmm. to buy a tablet, nice. which that should be enough if they're just getting like mm -hmm. one of those Amazon tablets or something. They can get it. So the government is trying all kinds of things. And they they realize that the children you know are are number one, mm -hmm. but we also have to realize that adults are here too because without children right, can't survive. Right, right, right. So the the tablet thing is good. You know, I would love to get mm -hmm. some to help out some children because I specifically know 
children here who are really in need in some mm. real rural country areas mm. would really help them. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, like I've said before, I would love to get tablets, but I don't want money from anybody. Mm. If somebody has a tablet or two, they can send or a laptop. Not a problem. I just don't want any cash. I don't want to handle any cash. I prefer to hand over the tablets to the people and to know that they get it, take pictures, if anything, let them sign a waiver that they right, received right. it and so forth. Right. Have that's total right. transparency. Mm -hmm. Or have a um, well-known organization that's honest enough to, you know, pass these tablets out and whatever the, these children need. But, I mean, it's getting better and uh, the word is getting out there. And like I said, a lot of organizations are putting together their best foot forward and helping these children. And of course, you know, that's what, you know, us Jamaicans are about. Um, once somebody or some group needs something, we will always reach out and make sure we help them. So that's always going to be there. All right, my man. And of course, um, like I said earlier in the beginning, everybody's raving over, of course, Senator Kamala Harris. The fact that she is half Jamaican, I think her dad is Jamaican, right? And her mother is Asian Indian. People are saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, people vote for her because, you know, she has Jamaican heritage. And <laughs> to be f to be frank, I mean, I love the woman. Yes. Um, you know, Howard University grad and she went on to other um, law school. But you hardly hear her talk about anything from the Jamaican side. You don't hear her talk much about dad. It's always about mom, which is, you know, understandable. But she can't hide her Jamaican roots. And, you know, to me, she needs to wake up and realize that. And if I have to tell her myself, I will. You know, a good friend of mine. So you need to worry. <laughs> yeah, because uh, her father, you know, he's a well-known person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I, it's I like typical Jamaicans. If there's a divorce or anything, they, they mm -hmm. tend to dash away the father. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. the father... University of California, Berkeley. You're not a dunce if you mm -hmm. attend there. You understand? Mm -hmm. and, he's also and he also worked for the University of Wisconsin mm -hmm. and so forth. He, he, he does a lot of things with helping out the government and so forth. But, you know, he was also a prominent professor at Stanford. Yes. yes. But there's a lot about Influence. him. But I, I also mm -hmm. realize it's not even her. But the news the, up there, the media, it's always they're the media. always saying she's of Indian descent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't hear them saying she's of Jamaican descent. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's of Indian descent. But to each his own. Exactly. You know, for all of those Jamaicans exactly. who are jumping up and down and saying, oh, these are going to run. Yeah, it's going to run right past you. <laughs> it's not going to change anything because exactly. she's there. The exactly. laws are still the laws, you know. The laws are still the laws. You understand? And I, I really don't want you all to get visa, to be honest, because I want you to stay in Jamaica and build Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're one of the worthless ones and you can go away. You know, we, we, yeah, we put masks over their face. Um, the amount of mess that they have to clean up that Trump has cause i mean wow it's gonna take more than one term but nonetheless um we're so proud i mean um she created history for a woman but at the same time i also hear that she's not the first of um jamaican descent uh there's some a dallas guy that was there before in the 1800s so you know everybody's always trying to figure something out and do something but we're here and uh we're just gonna take the best of it because it is of a big deal um it gives um women now the, the right to say, okay, I can be this, I can do that, no matter what color. You know, it's great for females. Right, so right. Sure they get stuff done. And uh, it's a wonderful thing, and we're proud of her, and we're going to support her. And, of course, once she see and realize that we're here behind her and to help her and Mr. Biden, then, you know, things can go right because we will hold them accountable because, you know, the fact that she's black and in such a high position, the first, that's pressure. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes out of it. But as we go along, we'll learn. Mm. Now, um, we restaurant, well, your friend's restaurant, and I'm not going to lie, man, last week when we talked... We restaurant, talked you mean bakery, man. Bakery, whatever, restaurant, bakeries, food and bakery Yeah, and it's stuff. a difference, not no whatever, typical Jamaican, come on, it's of a course, bakery. Because we go to the bakery, you know that most bakeries are selling real food now, besides baked goods? They have what? Most bakeries now are starting to sell food instead of just baked goods. <laughs> yeah, you know what that means. That bacon stuff ain't doing good, but this one is doing good, so they don't need to sell food. Uh, yes, man, and I've got to say that coconut bulla, my God, everybody's talking about I never had it when I was there. Well, that was my mistake, but when I come back, I'm definitely going to try it. And, of course, Well, I, you missed. Mm, I, I, I missed more. And it, 
it, it's not just even the, the coconut bulla. You mm. see the, I got a hold on Tuesday of some of the vanilla bulla. Jesus. And I'm telling you, Donovan, all you want with these bullas is just some water. You know, pear and bulla, mm. cheese and bulla, mm. I just bulla and water. This is the traditional. I, like I said before, I purposely let the things get stale to see how good it would taste. And the bulla that I got Monday, I ate the last of it today, and it tasted just as fresh as it was on Monday. Wow. Ingredients, nice, nice, and that's what. Yeah, that's they what they have that down pat, mm. and they do it with love. So you know you gotta have a little love in there. There you go. Hey, customer service go a long way, man. So gotta big them up again because, of, and now they're having more and more flavors as we go along. I hear, right? Yeah, man, they have all kinds of stuff because uh, my wife just ate some of the raisin bread. She didn't know it tasted so nice. I had raisin bread for Monday. They have rum cake. They got. Uh, also, I was surprised by the bread pudding. Mm. I ate a slice of bread pudding and I could not eat anything else. It was that filling. Wow. And then you also have the cheese bread. Now, I don't care about Dr. Luscious. I'll call name Dr. Luscious, Honey Bun, any of that. <laughs> Your cheese bread can't compare to Flavor Fresh wow. at Newtown Bakery on Maxi Avenue. You can't compare. Everybody that's eating it will tell you how soft the bun is, mm. how much cheese is in there and how fresh because the problem with a lot of cheese spread if you've had it if you don't put it in the microwave and warm it up you get this tough piece of cheese and you wonder where it came from <laughs> but they have it down pat trust me nice so there's nice. many many more things i mean all you have to do is look up the number and that's newtown bakery on max 11 just look mm. up the number and Give them a call. Find out more. Nice. That's a good thing, man, because these are the things that we want to hear more of, you know, all the good things happening out of Jamaica. And, you know, this bakery is one of the best. And uh, everybody's getting into the cooking and the baking mood now. Got to big up to our dance hall queen, Carlene. Carlene is now baking, you know, sweet potato pudding and all that good stuff. So, you know, big up to her. And Auntie Donna, you know, is always baking her stuff too. So, you know, everybody's getting in the baking mood. The holiday's coming up, so... People are getting ready to do all they can do. And over here, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up and, you know, they're going to eat their turkey. You know, half of them are turkey themselves. But before we go any further, let me say and take time out. <laughs> take time out to, of course, big up. you know, it. big up, big up, big up all the veterans, all the veterans. We've got to say thank you oh, so yes. much. Yes, yes, thank yes. Thank you so much. Big and up. All the veterans, because mm -hmm. people tend to overlook that there's yes. many, many Jamaicans who gave their lives for the cause of yes in the what? wars that happened. They had a um, fundraising event on on the 11th um, that was for the veterans of Jamaica. And uh, Mr. Dixon, big up yourself anywhere you are, man. Um, that was a good, worthwhile thing. And of course, got to say Dean Roden was the one who turned me on to it. And of course, got to big up um, the chapter in New York, um, Stafford Grant and all those members who are making sure that these things are out there in the world. People know about it. So all the veterans, whether they are, you know, passed on and they're still alive, we thank you so much here and abroad and all over the world. Because if it wasn't for you, listen, many of these countries you see now would be in uproar. They'll be in war struck and all that stuff. So we got to appreciate our veterans, man. They go under so much pressure, so much, you know, stress and everything that they always see and understand that it's just hard and uh we just want to make sure that we pick them up and thank them for their service and for the many things that they have done for the diaspora and throughout the world jamaica and everybody else so big up in yourself now you got some uh student or teacher you say you want to big up that's doing so well because we always got to feature all the great ones down here you know yeah uh last week was diane mcfarland from woodall this week is lisa home shirley she is the uh, I guess she's waiting for the principal position at the Effortville Primary School in mm. Maypen there. She used to be a part of the Maypen Primary School, but she moved on to Greener Pasture, and she's been doing a wonderful job at the Effortville Primary School there in, in, in Maypen. Uh, yes, indeed. Thank you so much, and a wonderful job she's doing in Maypen and uh, all over the country of Jamaica, where all the beautiful teachers are making sure that things happen for them. And the students and the parents and all government officials, we do appreciate them, all right? It's 88.1 FM, WESU in Middletown. Don't forget to check out our pledge drive, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that was Mr. Ferrari with, of course, none other than 
the one and only Jamaican voices. Things happening all over Jamaica. We're going to get back into some more music right here. Log on, www.wesufm.org, and we're going to talk to Tia in just a few with some financial tips and educational business that you need to know. As we continue right here, here it is. As we continue, this is Barris Hammond, and he entitled this one, I'm Alive. All right? I 